1: This is TalkSport Daily.
0: Hello, happy Thursday, my friends, and welcome to another Andy Goldstein TalkSport Daily podcast with, of course, me, your host, Andy Goldstein. And we begin with a TalkSport exclusive where Hooksby and Jacobs were joined by the former Yorkshire cricketer Azeem Rafiq in the studio. It was the day after his appearance at the DCMS hearing about racism at his former club. He spoke about his relief in getting his truth out in the open.
2: It was important, um, There's a lot off my chest, a lot of my chest that I needed to get off. And it was important for me to set a few records straight as well. Um, the, throughout the whole process, the club has tried to uh, discredit me, attack me personally, brief about me. But look, I wasn't perfect, but nothing excuses racism and arguably some of the behaviours that I spoke about yesterday are unacceptable
3: after you gave your ed- evidence uh, Roger Houghton the former Yorkshire chairman and Tom Harrison from uh, the ECB the chief executive gave theirs you've now had a chance to react to that I mean especially Tom Harrison's appearance uh, if you look at any of the newspapers today I mean Oliver Brown for example chief sports writer Harrison's corporate cliches prove he is unfit for purpose it,
2: uh, I don't think it probably was his finest hour how did you view it just that corporate I just feel like these guys have lost the human touch I don't think they re- they get it And that's a real worry. I've heard a lot of stuff since last year about how serious they are and how serious everyone is. Through my experience in the last 18 months, I don't think anyone cares. And I think it's only now that the sponsors started leaving and the politicians started becoming interested that they've been left with no option but to intervene. So I think just that, I think too much of the corporate rubbish, PR initiatives and trying to tell everyone how much they care, but the actions don't match that.
0: And the former England spin bowler, Monty Panassar said the whole English cricket board needs a restructure to deal with racism more effectively and quicker.
1: Why didn't they actually have an independent company or someone that can actually really make ECB accountable for any inclusivity, diversity, you know, sort of issues? So that really needs to be reviewed. I think the whole system needs to be reviewed amongst the counties, you know, to so thorough investigation can take place because in the future if there is any discrimination that player comes up and talks about then this urgent quick reaction takes place not something that you know we're waiting time and time again from Yorkshire to, to give us the report and eventually they gave it which even the ECB were critical of.
0: Now the former Villa boss Dean Smudger-Smith has been speaking to talk sport for the first time since becoming the new Norwich City manager. Dino, or Smudger, to his friends, started by telling our very own Ian Moosey Moosey Abrahams that it's time for a new chapter in his life, because obviously he's got a new job. Bit of a cliche, that, isn't it? Yes, it is.
3: People have to make a decision. Football is a game of opinions, and the opinions of, of the of the owners was that it was time for the change, and I made my statement after, and, you know, I stand by
0: that. Were you very hurt?
3: No, I wasn't hurt. I wasn't angry. Uh, Probably felt a little bit empty after. Um, Felt we'd worked very hard at the football club, but as I say, you know, it's about opinions.
0: Most managers tell me when they've been sacked, you know, they're, they're enjoying the break. They look forward to a break. The break normally lasts longer than 36 hours.
3: Yeah, it normally does. Um, as I said, the non-negotiable was I had to go. My, my wife wouldn't, wouldn't be my wife anymore, I don't think, if we didn't go over and see uh, our son. She knows what I'm like and I, I enjoy working. I think it's what I'm really good at. Um, you know, I, I want to be involved with people. I want to help them get better and improve. And uh, She and the family were very, very supportive of this job.
0: In the last week, people have said that you're ideal because if Norwich go down, you can get them back up again.
3: Uh, yeah, but that's not even in my thought process at the moment. Uh, I've enjoyed the last three seasons being a Premier League manager and uh, I want to be a Premier League manager now. I've come to a football club that's got 27 Premier League games left and uh, my my sole aim is to keep this football club in the Premier League and progress from there.
0: On to two former Arsenal players, the real one for Edson Arantes Donacimento or the real Pele, as some people call him for short, Ray Parlour, and Theo Walcott, or as some people call him, Anyway, they were discussing the Juve player Aaron Ramsey and a potential return to the Premier League.
3: High
1: ball forward to Ramsey, who brings the ball down, and Ramsey scores! Aaron Ramsey! It would be fantastic for him to come back to the Premier League. I feel like he would want to, definitely, and some part of me in my head is thinking he would love to come back to Arsenal. I'd just do something about that sort of... With tick a box, but obviously, you know, it's it's one of those things. He's, he's at Juventus, he again, yeah, he played very well for Wales last night, so that's really good to see. He's all, you know, he's obviously a lot of people have been on his back, I think, in Italy, which is, you know, I haven't seen a lot, enough of it, so I can't really comment on that. But for me, he's a, he's a, he's a leader, he's a workhorse. He just, he's still playing for his country, he's got so many caps. Yeah, it'd be great for him to, to come back in the Premier League.
3: I can see him back in the Premier League, but I'm not too sure about Arsenal, if I'm being honest, whether they go back in for their ex players. Sometimes they do. I mean, I know Arsenal winning went in for Sol Campbell back in the day, Tieri obviously he was the big player coming back but I don't think they will I, th- I think they've got enough players in that sort of position now but Aaron I'd love to see him back he's a really good lad look he's gone to Uva and he's, he's getting a little bit of stick but he's certainly doing it for his country at the moment I think he's been excellent
0: Now it was reported earlier this week that Qatar is sending immigrant World Cup workers away from the country early and placing them on five months unpaid leave so they will not be visible during the tournament May Romanos. Amnesty's golf researcher for migrant rights has said organizations such as the FA have a role to play in highlighting issues in the host country.
4: The football association also has an important play because players do it at a personal level but, but I think ultimately the, the responsibility lies within the football association who has responsibility themselves also to ensure that their operation in the country their participation in this World cup is not leading to human rights violations to do their due diligence to identify these risks and to mitigate them and to remedy them they also need to use their leverage over fifa because we believe that engaging and raising not only privately we need to go public and we need to say things in public because this will put the pressure needed to bring the changes and human rights changes take time it's not an easy win we know we are in this in the long term and that's why i think it's step by step we could all come together, each one play our role, be it by being vocal, being by putting the pressure, doing their due diligence, but each one have a responsibility here and role to play.
0: Up front with, with Carlton Cole, the former Chelsea and West Ham striker, is available as a podcast on the game day feed on the TalkSport app. Here, Carlton recalls the time his manager, Jose Jose Mourinho, threw his winner's medal into the crown because he hadn't worked hard enough for it. Disgusting.
3: So the medal that you were supposed to get for the Premier League title, when where you played nine games in that team, was tossed into the Matthew Harding so, by the manager. So
4: I was I was gonna get a medal because everyone was getting one anyway, right? So I got to nine games. I think you had to get to ten games. So what happened was we'd already won the league with like three or four games to go. That's when you get the boys in to get their medals and get the games. I hadn't graced myself with glory under Mourinho's eyes because. He felt I was underachieving. He didn't want me to get a medal, basically. It was quite obvious, so he didn't play me in none of those games. I was on the bench, all of them didn't come on. So it was like a personal vendetta. Plus, something happened um, during that season as well when I knew he wasn't having me like that because he thought I was wasting my career away. So I didn't deserve to get a medal. Why did he think that? I was doing all the wrong things off the pitch. I was going out clubbing, I was going out partying. I shouldn't have been doing all that stuff because I just knew that I wasn't playing in the weekend. So I was doing all the wrong things. How did he know that you were going out doing that stuff? Well, players will probably tell him. You'll find out through a- other avenues. Probably nightclubs even phoned them up. <laughs> do you know what I mean? Because that's what usually happens.
3: Were you going out because you were frustrated with your career, or because you were in with a crowd that that, that wanted to to do that? Were you going out with other footballers? What, what was Yeah, that? I was
4: going out. It was always with other footballers. There was a going out culture back then, and I was in the thick of it you had loads of players going out all the time even like the Chelsea lads were going out but there was a right to go out because they deserved it because they were playing mm. with me I wasn't playing and I'm going out I've got to be working harder to get back in the squad hindsight again now I know why uh, Mourinho done what he done because I wasn't working hard enough for it did
3: it work though?
4: not right away it worked later on when I got to West Ham I started realising a few home truths and that's when my my career started to progress <coughs>
0: England fullback Freddie Stewart has been speaking to TalkSport's Andrew Maca McKenna ahead of their final Autumn Nations series test match against the world champions South Africa. And would you believe it's live and only live on TalkSport 2 on Saturday from 3pm? Freddie started by saying that he still can't believe how lucky he is to be playing for England. Well, it's no luck. It's because of your talent. Anyway, here he is talking about the lucky bit of it.
1: Freddie Stewart, inside out move! And Freddie Stewart will go in! And that's a brilliant score! It's his first international try! What a line he took!
4: It's been a dream of mine ever since I was a little kid. You know, you first pick up a rugby ball and it's all you want to do, play for your country. So to be sat here at 20 is just. uh I still think sometimes it hasn't really fully sunk in yet. I think because, you know, it's a job and, and you're caught up in it. I think sometimes it's nice to sort of sit outside and reflect what's actually going on but i've loved every second of it it's been brilliant here working with the guys and to play at twickenham is is just i can't put it into words really <laughs> on
0: to my show now and Goldstein's drive time with boxer richard reactore promising to wear the midnight train on the back of his robe at his next fight and if he doesn't you have me to deal with he won't obviously
1: He's
4: You're going to be annoyed, so... Oh, fuck. The manufacturers didn't have enough time to design the robe, so I'm just coming out with the shorts to the, um, for, for Saturday. Right. But for the next fight, yeah. which should be around Feb, March, I will 100 million percent have the midnight train on the back.
0: Okay, can I just tell you, Richard, if you don't have it on the back, your next fight will be against me. <laughs> That's it, gang. Thanks for listening on the TalkSport app, wherever you get your podcasts from. Don't, of course, forget to hit that subscribe button. I'm back on TalkSport today on Andy Goldstein's Drive Time alongside Darren Ben and, would you believe, Jack Wilshere. So make sure you join me at 4pm for that. There will, of course, be another one of these Andy Goldstein TalkSport daily podcasts out first thing in the morning. So do what you've got to do to get it. Until then, thanks for listening. Have a wonderful day. And above all, be safe, everyone. Be safe. That
2: Go to eufy.com, that's E-U-F-Y.com, and discover X10 Pro Omni, the best-in-class all-in-one robot vacuum for only
0: $799.